auditioning for my high school cheerleading squad. Oh, it's pretty close to stomping the yard. No, it's not. It's in the gym. I'm trying to alert the cashier that I'm here. Take my money, please. Excuse me, sir.
and welcome to the weekly review. Yay! <laughs> uh, this is this is Roman. I'm Azalia, <laughs> and you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Yes. <laughs> we're getting we're getting settled here. There we go. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, when the headphones pop out, it's like uh, you know, if we talk and no one's there to listen, do we actually speak? Yeah, I know. Let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you're mentioning the, the Scorpio moon uh, recently, it's, the full moon. Yeah, two Scorpios in the house. Yeah, watch out. Don't mess with us, please. Don't, yes, we're sensitive. Very sensitive. <laughs> as opposed to the rest of humanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anxious. Yeah. I'm not used to being anxious. It's oh. really, so it's like a, a feeling of anger and anxiety because I hate being anxious, so I'm angry. Interesting. And it's the turmoil in my mind <laughs> yeah i'm the opposite i'm usually anxious i'd say or maybe uh, i don't necessarily show it but there's usually at least some kind of anxiety in yeah me. yeah definitely so it's like oh this again yeah yeah, yeah. hello my friend <laughs> <laughs> yep oh god the normal things don't help it helps to talk to people yeah that's always so, good yeah that's i'm glad I'm like i need to get out and talk to people because then you get trapped in your own mind and mm-hmm. Man, it sucks. But luckily, not luckily, um, so I was feeling super anxious yesterday, and my little cousin comes, and he's playing video games, and he's telling me he's going to Modesto to go visit a friend, because his mom just passed. Mm. And I was like, oh no, that, that sucks, man. But then it's a crazy story. It's like, the dad like strangled the mom oh god in like front of the kids or something like some crazy like horror movie type shit and he's like playing video games telling me this story like and i was like oh my god you know i don't think i'm anxious right now (laughs) like i think life could be way worse you know it's horrible like when you're like oh thankfully things like that happen to put things into perspective i mean it's horrible that that even happened i'm like did that really like he said it so nonchalantly while he's yeah. playing video games i'm like dude are you processing this because that's some crazy shit you just told me yeah and i guess he went i'm like are you able to like actually help your friend because you yeah. don't really seem to understand the severity of the situation yeah but I, I got that got rid of my anxiety for about 15 minutes and then yeah. it came right back. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should. I always issue a, a trigger warning before the show where we're talking about life yeah. and what happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> and there's like there's something that's really deeply disturbing and yeah, yeah, traumatizing. Oh, oh absolutely. Goodness. Yeah. Well, I think it started. I don't know. Uh, I got for the first time, like I know there's. I don't normally get triggered easily, but... Um, Another way you and I are different? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah. Like, I mean, because it's happened so much. Well, I try to stay away from situations, you know, because I know I grew up in not the best circumstances, so I know what to stay away from. But uh, I went to help a friend move. Yeah. He didn't tell me, though, that um, like he was getting kicked out. I thought he was just moving. Oh. And so when I showed up, there's like fighting going on and like the girl is like on the phone saying she's calling the cops and i'm like just standing there like uh i'm triggered (laughs) like i that's i think i don't know if that's when the scorpio moon start like but like that day triggered like this past few days of just being like ah (laughs) like that's why i don't live with my family (laughs) or with my parents because whoa like is that what i don't know wow yeah sounds really intense yeah it was crazy intense i just stood there like the the girl was like trying to get me like she's like i don't even know what she was trying to like get me to be on her side and then my friend was like azalia when i hit a girl i was like 
I know. I'm like, I know you wouldn't hit me, but I, I'm like, please don't get me involved. Please. I yeah. can't, I can't deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> and yeah, that sucks, man. <laughs> Super triggered. <laughs> like yeah. I literally was like, yep, yeah, triggered. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. Yeah. And- I- yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. no, it's, it's hard in those situations, too, to know how to act or what to say. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Sometimes it, it's, yeah, it's like wanting to be helpful, but then you have to take care of yourself, too. So Mainly. how can, you know, it's like, how does one best help the situation and sometimes that might mean like leaving yeah or, or yeah exactly whoa <laughs> the microphone came off in my hand <laughs> exciting <laughs> and, uh, i'm moving over to a different microphone okay sounds good sounds good thankfully we have plentiful resources here microphones galore <laughs> yes beautiful <laughs> so that we can deal with this later yeah <laughs> well yeah it's uh, it's difficult. And the older you get, I guess, now I know to remove myself. Because, well, and it, it makes me think about children that have to be around that kind of thing. And they can't go anywhere. You know, you're hearing your parents fight, aren't you? And you just have to live there. Yeah. You don't <laughs> yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Uh, God. And sometimes people run away from home. And then, and then it's all other situations that people have to deal with. Yep, yeah, and runaways don't, you know, have a good chance. It's so sad. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? Oh. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm talking about this. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I have anxiety, but at least, yeah, <laughs> things could be worse. Things could yeah. always be worse. Put things in perspective. Yeah. I, I I blame capitalism, not so much the full moon, but I blame the capitalism for most things I yes. think that are that are problematic in the world. Absolutely. I saw one of these. Uh, it's a documentary called "Breathe In," the Eddie Zhang story, and it's about this young. He was 16 when he was arrested. He was his family immigrated from China when he was 12. Mm-hmm. His parents had to work. They, they had good jobs in China. They came over to the states and they had to like work ridiculous hours they were never home he ended up getting involved with some crimes he was arrested yeah and then he was in jail for decades holy even God. though he's arrested at 16 yeah and like then they showed like the throughout the years like going into parole hearings and he's like working with inmates and he's like oh i recognize what i did was wrong and like totally you know yeah. atoning for what he did and recognizing it's wrong and doing his best to do the opposite and like help people yeah yeah and still time after time the parole board would, would not you know release him eventually he you know was freed which is great and then yeah. had to deal with like other like deportation like and he, anyway uh, yeah it's an awesome documentary that's worth checking out and he was actually there to speak and oh, he was wow. working with this organization called uncommon law and they do a lot of um work with and for you know folks who are incarcerated in their families yeah yeah oh, so man, that's awesome yeah and the thing is just like it's really it's like oh it's capitalism like if his parents didn't have to work so much you know they would have been home more and yeah i feel like for so many people like if their parents and then of course it's the whole idea of at the time he didn't have a, ch- a child but like yeah. for folks who are incarcerated who do have children then they're not home for their children yeah and then their children end up doing and it's like you're like, hmm, thanks, capitalism. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's to blame for most things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hey. It's an easy, yeah, <laughs> easy so thing true. to point to. Oh, yes. It makes, oh, God, so many, so many bad things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, my parents both had to work all the time. They still do. But luckily, uh, I stayed away from most things because yeah. it's it's a lot easier though when you grow up around it. Mm. Um, I think it's more uh, kids that you know they, their parents go to work, they're sixteen, seventeen, and then they get involved. I've like grew up seeing that stuff from like you know since I was like three, four years old, and yeah. seeing the you know the path it leads you to, and I'm like ah nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's 
And I totally get it. It's so sad, though. When kids, I mean, mainly that's why they join gangs is, you know, so they could have a family. Yeah, they can feel like they belong. Yeah. They have someone to back them up. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't want that? Yeah, exactly. You know, and they're angry. They have something to let their anger out on, even though it doesn't really make sense. But they got to let it out. Yeah. How the fuck else are you going to do it? Right. You know? Right. And just as you were saying, it's good to talk to people. Like, that's what it is for folks. Yeah. Like, people to talk to. Yeah, exactly. God. Anxiety. (laughs) What do you do to help with your anxiety? Aside from talk with folks. Yeah, I just, I just got off the phone with my cousin. On the, on the ride here, I I took a, a lift from Oakland and I was like sitting there like wanting to talk to the driver and be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, can you give me some advice? But like, I just kept quiet and like texted like some family members and I was like, can you call me? I need advice. I just need to talk it out. Yeah. Because I get so stuck in my own mind. Yeah. It's been a while, though. It's I've been pretty uh, normal, I guess. I don't know. I was never normal. Yeah, what is normal anyway? What, yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been meditating every day, and that's been really helpful. In, like, just 12 minutes, I just, like... It's beautiful. Before I get started with my... Well, not necessarily before, because today I made the fucking mistake of... I woke up really early, Yeah. and then I checked my phone, which I know is it's always... No matter when I check my phone, it's always a problem. And yeah. then I go online because I was, I was dreaming. Because I dream about serious things. Yeah. And it was like, it was like someone <laughs> posted, roll. someone posted that like some of the the four chan like trolls are trying to um, dox folks in the trans groups and get like all the trans groups on Facebook ah, shut down. Holy shit! So I was like, I need to like you know send this message and then I just but like last night when I read it I was like just I can't. Yeah, don't deal with that. I can't deal with this right now. But in my dream, I was like, I better deal with this. So then I got up and was like, I better do it. But then in the meantime, when I was looking for that post, I found someone else's problematic post. Ugh. And then I went down this hole. Th- and then I, c- I couldn't even comment on that because I was it's like this rabbit. Yeah, it's like it's a rabbit hole. Rabbit hole of like <laughs> problematic discussions. And then if I don't speak up, then I feel like I'm just being silent. And that's not helpful. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so that was before I meditated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the How? point of that story. Well, I'm glad you were at least able to meditate. <laughs> yeah, that was later. I, I fell back asleep and then woke up again and oh, was good. able to, to meditate. Oh, thank goodness. That's something I should really <sighs> get back into. I, I used to meditate at a younger age and I was like 12, 13, um, one of my friends, my best friend, actually, since like second grade, uh, she's pagan. And so she like is into all that awesome Wiccan stuff. And I grew up Pentecostal. So if my like grandma even knew, she probably would just flip a bitch, be like, ah, devil. I'm like, no, it's actually really awesome. They like trees and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're super peaceful and spiritual. And she and I used to meditate all the time, like, like for a good hour just sitting oh, there that's great. And, and I try doing it on my own and I just end up thinking about things mm-hmm. I'm like mm, I'm pretty sure I'm doing it wrong yeah <laughs> I just get up and go do dishes or something yeah I definitely have that too where I'm thinking about oh well what am I gonna do next or what am I gonna wear or what am I xyz or, yeah. But, yeah but even that I feel is like helpful as opposed to mm-hmm. I just have like made certain decisions about how I'm gonna go forward with my day like, yeah. ahead of time and that feels like I relieve some anxiety instead of thinking about like this whole list of things yeah yeah oh man what gets you into meditating or i mean like what do you have like a ritual you do before you like you're like okay brain turn off oh how do you do it oh i mean i i set my alarm for 12 minutes and then i go sit on the couch in the living room Mm -hmm. and just close my eyes Ah. and try to give myself reiki or like you know to like touch my have my hands to my knees or like over my eyes or do some kind of positioning where i'm just kind of 
putting some energy into my body. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like really whatever happens, happens. And then I might hear some noises. And that, of course, goes into Mm -hmm. the narrative of what I'm telling myself. Yeah. So I don't, but that's like the main thing is just getting myself into that place and then setting the alarm and then just making myself sit for for 12 minutes. That's awesome. Why 12 minutes? Why not 13? I was doing, (laughs) good question. Um, So my friend Nicole, who's actually called onto the show, uh, was it last year maybe or earlier this year? I can't keep track of time anymore. I think it may have been earlier this year. So um, she was like offering this like free course of like manifesting good things, like especially for like creative folks. And part of it involves like just getting into a meditative meditation practice. Yeah. So that really inspired me to part of it's guided meditation. And then part of it is just to, just to start doing it. Yeah. And I felt initially I was doing 10 minutes and then she suggested 12 minutes for like anything, not just for meditation, but for writing or for other things. Cause it's seems like a short enough period of time where it's not that big of a commitment where it's like, Oh, it's just 12 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then that way you can also stay on longer if you want, but yeah. it, it's overall, it's like a, it's a small slice of time Yeah, and it's still, it's substantial enough. Yeah, exactly. It's enough to make a difference in yeah. your day. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm jealous. It's med- I need to meditate like right now. Yeah, we can. I mean, it's radio, so that might not be the best. <laughs> yeah, no, not right now. <laughs> we can put on some music or something. Which, I know. Um, put on some Stairway to Heaven. That's oh, like an eight-minute song. Yeah, that's what I do. Just I don't even really like that song. Sorry, but it's long. Don't apologize enough. to me. I've heard <laughs> anyone out yeah. there. Uh, but it's a long enough song that you're like, yeah. just listen to that song. That'll be like ten minutes. <laughs> you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So as far as news goes, there was some, been some more protests and people were upset about the firing of the FBI director. And I then, wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, guys? I mean, What's going on? <laughs> the FBI is like just problematic. Like on one hand, like they infiltrated the Black Panthers and they did a lot of bad things. And then they've also, in some ways, they have been able to like call out you know white supremacist groups yeah and like they're mm-hmm. also better than police forces in some ways and that they don't share information with them about white supremacists because yeah. it's like so it's like oh it's all just complicated yeah everything so convoluted and, and yeah unnecessarily convoluted <laughs> yeah and it's like i don't know it's i'm all for people who actually want to help the people but then if you're doing it through it, either way it's complicated and i think a lot of the a lot of the frustration has been that 45 wants to consolidate power and that's what folks are like calling out so it's yeah. not it's more like of course the fewer people who are questioning him the worse off it's going to be oh yeah absolutely so for folks who are like questioning that there was like this whole again another facebook thread where people were because like some mm-hmm. folks have been like protesting this yeah um, oh yeah of course it's and fun, it's it's insane <laughs> like yeah. it's happening right before our eyes yeah <laughs> so i think it's not, not necessarily that people are defending the fbi it's more like they are wary of the consolidation of power and yeah. that this is like fascism yeah. And then it's, and then I also see the other point where it's like, well, who cares, you know? And it's like, uh, I think oh. it's all, it's all messy. Yeah, it's insane. It's gray. <laughs> I think we can say that. Yes. So, so who's going to take his place? What, what's that? <laughs> I have a funny story that I'll tell you off the air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. that's the thing. It's even with, I don't like, I don't want to censor myself. On the other hand, even on Facebook, I find like, I don't exactly say everything I want. I mean, all the time. Yeah, you can't. Oh man, there's so much shit I want to say, but oh. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I can't. Yes. I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then occasionally like, when, when friends say things, it's like, Ooh, cool. You said, you know, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. like, yeah. you can tell it's in the collective unconscious. Like a lot of us want to do this thing that you're talking about. Like yeah. a lot of us want this, but not all of us have the, 
uh, the audacity to actually say what we want to say. Right. And it's, I know, I actually get jealous of people when they post these awesome long bits of their life and how they're feeling mm-hmm. and what's going on in the world. I'm jealous that they're able to say it because I'm like, I feel, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm uh, giving myself too much attention. I've never, I, I like don't take pride in yeah. attention. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I've always been like, no, don't look at me. I'm sorry. I, I would rather watch you guys. <laughs> like, sure. You say it. And I, but I do get a little pang of jealousy. I'm like, damn it. Why can't, like, I will find myself writing all this stuff and then I'm like, nah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I think that goes back to that whole conversation about ego, too, which is like a big conversation, too, especially within activism. And like, America mm. is very much like the individual and me, 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 and I, I, I. Yeah. And then I think a lot of us, whether we want to admit it or not, it's really about the collective yeah. and about taking care of each other. And then the ego doesn't really have a place in that. It's very much, I mean, yes, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. But beyond that, yeah, it's really, it's not about, I'm going to be a leader. It's about like, we are going to be leaders. We are going to take care of each other. It's not about one person yeah. saying one thing. Yeah. Yet, this is another thing I didn't post. There's yeah. so much I don't fucking post. Yeah. In the middle of the night, it was, it was like, how fucking weird is it that we elect a president? And granted, this president has like their team of people, but still, how are you going to have like one person or even a few people lead millions? Yeah. Billions? Millions? It's, like, it's definitely millions. I know there's at, least, there's at least two million people in jail. So, yeah. And those folks who, you know, some folks who can't even vote in the first place. Yeah. Oh. How are you going to have like one, how are you going to have like a much small group of people represent? Even, all of us even you and i like i feel like we're on the same page about a lot of things even you and i won't necessarily agree on yeah. on everything yeah so how can you have like one person and like a small group of people somehow represent the mm. will of millions of people it makes no sense yeah because we're all completely different it makes no sense at all yeah it's scary as fuck too. yeah especially whose idea was this a yeah group whose of, idea was it to be, have presidents <laughs> groups of white men <laughs> yeah gross. i mean if it's like one person who's actually out there mm. but i feel like if it's someone who actually is out there advocating for people they wouldn't necessarily have to seek a leadership role they would just do it yeah exactly yeah like why it's all about titles and yeah. you know it's the ego i am the president yeah look at me it's <laughs> 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 like who wants that responsibility just do what you can yeah just do it who cares what your name is or you know just fucking mm-hmm. do it <laughs> that's why i love protests <laughs> you're actually doing something no one really knows who you are yeah it, but you're all like <laughs> in it together right, right. <laughs> like, and it's people I don't power matter. yeah it's it's i don't matter it's this whole shit shit show that matters yeah you take care of this <laughs> and i think we're taught that we have to like elect someone or someone else has to represent us or superman's going to come along i think that's what a lot of people are waiting for they're waiting for the democrats or superman to come save us and it's like uh why don't you also start working on things just in case this superman character doesn't come along or in case yeah the democrats don't step up yeah exactly exactly Which like, I, yeah you, people don't realize the power they have that's right. why yeah and that's eh, when you start speaking up yeah that's when you're like oh wow yeah we can do things and there have been some great stories this past week there were the students <laughs> oh my god i know it's beautiful so fucking cool and one of my dreams i went to go like to their school and just to like show my gratitude <laughs> yeah, like, for can the i folks. hug you guys yeah, <laughs> like turning their backs on betsy devos <sighs> and like how fucking awesome is that yeah that's it's perfect that's all it takes that yeah. little small gesture and people are talking about it all the time yeah. they're like god damn that was amazing yes. like, yeah it was really easy but look at the impact it made yes. the conversations are going yes thank you <laughs> yeah some people in positions of power know that they're like not wanted and then there's like another there's like a vid- viral video going around there's like a representative from new jersey who gets voted mm-hmm. against like the health or voted for like the repeal of the health bill and there's a video going around of this one constituent who's just like giving it to him like 
anyway he's just very much like very righteously angry so that's been going around oh i need to see that that's a good one oh shit and then there's another story it's from the daily mail which is like the uk and i know it's kind of like tabloidy however the story is and i'm just gonna believe it because we need to believe things at in times like this this woman Mm -hmm. like found that her representative and like was like trying to run him off the road or do something that was like very much like (gasps) i'm gonna fucking get you i couldn't do his car it was just like very much and i i really appreciate the finding you know instead of us like fighting amongst ourselves finding these representatives who don't represent us who are really problematic who are causing the problems yeah. and taking our anger out on them because that's where it should be yeah. taken out on exactly exactly oh smart lady yeah, <laughs> yeah great so i mean girl. she was arrested and still like, <laughs> she's like fuck it i can't you know Kelly, <laughs> she got her she got her words out <laughs> absolutely and perhaps inspired others too yeah absolutely i mean it's about uh, people rising up Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know. I have a friend who uh, he posted his letter that he wrote uh, to I don't even know what representative, but it was really heartfelt and intelligent. And I was so happy. He's like, I just sent this letter. And yes, I'm doing my part. And I was like, thank you, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the least some folks can do. I feel. Yeah. I mean, you can write That's a letter. Great. It's that easy. Yeah, it really is. It yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. Take a few minutes. Just tell them how shitty they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, not representing me yeah. at all. <laughs> and in the same token, like I'm of course very skeptical of folks who work within the system. And at the same time, the folks who do like actually speak up and do good things, I feel it's also important to be like, thanks for doing this. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for actually doing your job and representing the people. Exactly. Oh gosh. I can't imagine having to make all these compromises. Ugh. I would not last very long in politics. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I would not. I would just stand up and tell everybody, you guys suck at your job. <laughs> oh, no. It's so difficult. Yeah. How do you... Yeah. How do you... Well, do it's, it's really not that hard. I mean, to... You see the problems that we have constantly solve them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not... I mean, I mean, obviously, it's not that easy just to solve problems, but... You see the majority versus the minority. You're like, the majority of the issues are like mental health and poverty. And, you know, you're like, let's tackle those things. And then they're spending all this time tackling very... I don't know. They're not not putting effort where it needs to be. Mm. Um, But I, I don't know. I guess part of it's like if they're paid off, then oh well, yeah, it's all about have, money. Like, yeah, capitalism. the real estate. <laughs> yeah, who's there we paying go. me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like I, if I had a lot of money, believe me, I'd be like doing yeah all sorts of good things. I'd be yeah. Oh yeah, the orphanages. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All that shit. It makes sure people have housing and healthcare. Yeah, it's insane. Food. Man, oh, speaking of housing, the housing crisis is so real. <laughs> mm. Um, I have a friend um, who's telling me um, he's from the city, but uh, he'd gotten evicted like 10 years ago. And um, I was asking him about SROs, yeah. you know, and cause they're super cheap, but I was not sure like how long it takes to get into one. Mm-hmm. And he said that he had been on the list for about a year and it wasn't until he started building like a house out of like plywood on the you know skater island in front of the ferry building yeah he literally started building like a house out of plywood and that's like when the cops and everything came and he like had to flip out and be like i don't have a house yeah yeah and then he finally got an sro like he like just like i had to do that yeah and because i was like what do i do he's like build a house yeah (laughs) and then be like what else am i gonna do yeah um it has to get that bad for people to notice but i don't 
God damn. And the fact that it, like homelessness and poverty is criminalized too is a huge problem. Yeah, like, it's insane. Thinking about in Oakland a few months ago, there was like a. I don't know if it was an encampment necessarily. I don't know what specifically to call it, but folks were building their own houses and it was this awesome, like, self-built community. Yeah. And then the Department of Public Works in the Oakland, they, they came in and they dismantled everything. And these Ugh. are people who had like, literally built their own houses. Yeah. And it's like, what do you, people are just going to have to move somewhere else and do this all over again. Why are you, why are you, and they weren't asking for anything from the city. They weren't taking up any funds. And yeah. They, I mean, the funds should go to them anyway. Yeah. However, it was still just, they were just coming in. Yeah. The city's coming in and, making excuses to dismantle people's houses. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm glad that's where my tax dollars are going. Yeah. You're like, how much did you get paid to destroy somebody's yeah. house? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. God, that's mm-hmm. so depressing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Yeah, people are trying to be self-reliant, but you can't be, apparently. It's yeah. a crime to try to take care of yourself. Right. The city always wants a cut. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, you got to pay land or taxes yeah. and water bills. and. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> It's really interesting though. Uh, and uh, I went to Guatemala when I was like nine or ten, and uh, so that's my step grandpa's from there, and his like sister, I don't know, some family member lives like in a really big apartment, and I didn't realize until we left, but like it's this probably like twenty story apartment, and then behind it, it's like one of those shanty towns with like tin roofs, mm. and it, it like I thought it was a flea market at first, mm. but it was literally like where people live, dirt floors, mm. you know, tin roofs, and but then they also sell things because mm. that's like how they make money. Like people are making bracelets or like making food and selling it from you know their little tin houses. Yeah, but I've always wondered like wh- why do those exist? um like so easily like what does the government do in those countries like do mm. do they just not care mm. um do they get it like they're like you know well hey they're poor at least they have a home yeah fuck it you know or i don't i've always wondered like why can't we do that like why is that a crime but there it's like and they're making money they're trying yeah. to you know contribute to society by yeah. they're like here buy my food so i could buy toilet paper yeah. or, you know i don't know <laughs> that reminds me of a i'm gonna pull up a, a really brief article that there's a, a poor magazine mm-hmm. they did their own survey of folks who are houseless mm-hmm. and uh, this might take a moment to pull up mm-hmm. um and it was just like the statistics of you know who's out on the street and i feel like for folks who tend to not necessarily, not even just criminalized, but like to talk down about if they actually were to talk to people who are on the street and to find out why they got that, why they were there, mm-hmm. perhaps they would change their perspectives oh, a bit. Absolutely. I know these people, they don't want to be on the street. It's, it's yes, yeah, very young age. I've always like been told, you know, be thankful. Just, you know, my, my grandma would always make me pray, which is kind of weird, but she'd have me pray about awesome things. You know, she'd say, thank you God for my, my, the, shirt on my back and the roof on my over my head and the bed I'm in mm-hmm. and she, she would be like pray for people in prisons and in yes, hospitals yes. and you know even though I'm not really I'm not religious but I mean I still I'm like thank god I'm not in prison I'm not sick in bed or you know it's because these people they it's you know they they all have a story i feel like there is there has to be a documentary about homelessness like yeah. like just i want to hear all their stories and go yeah. like dude what happened like they're not th- something bad happened to them yes yeah. and it's so fucked up that they, like it's criminalized you're like this yeah. guy needs help right. he was probably beaten as a child or his mom's on drugs or you mm-hmm. know there's always some story 
and they're usually amazing people, you know, and they're so thankful for like the smallest things because they don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, shit, <laughs> this guy would be so nice if you just got him a bed. Right, right. <laughs> he would do so much work. He'd be like, I, I'll help you in your house if you give me a place to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And I've done that to, uh, with a couple people I've had. I took in like this one homeless dude. He did not look homeless, though. Like, he was well-dressed. He was standing with a sign that said, like, homeless, and he was a, a vet. Uh, he was in his, like, late 20s, and um, and he was also gay. And so I was, like, he was super nice, and his sign said, like, you know, need, like, can you, like, buy me vegetables and fruits? Like, mm-hmm. he was standing in front of a Whole Foods. And I was like, wait, you really just want fruits and vegetables? And he's like, yeah, I'm homeless. I need nutrients. Yeah. And I was like, so I sat and talked to him for like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, do you want to crash on my couch for a bit? And like, you know, try to get a job. Cause obviously it's hard to get a job when you don't have a house yeah. and he got his shit together. And like, and I just ran into him on BART and he like was working at this little liquor store and he's like living in Oakland. And I was like, he like, it was so odd. Like to me, that's just like what people should do. Yeah. Like, it's funny how people don't do those things, even though it's really that easy. Just yeah. let like, obviously don't let in like some, I mean, even drug addicts, it sucks, but it's like, you know, they may steal your things and then go sell it for crack. But like, there's a lot of homeless people that aren't on drugs. They don't want to be on the street. They yeah. don't have a home. They can't get a job. And it was awesome, though, seeing the, like, when I ran into him on BART, he was like, I owe you so much. Like, he's like, I need to do something for you. And I was like, don't make me cry. <laughs> like, I was, like, almost going to cry. And I was like, please don't, don't. I was like, no. <laughs> Just get your shit together. Go be productive in society. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Aww, I was like, what a heartwarming story. It was so sweet. <laughs> it was so easy. And luckily, it was around tax time. Because I'm poor, so I get taxes back because the man mm-hmm. takes way too much from me. Yep, yep. And so I had, like, you know, a few hundred extra, and I was like, hey, let's go to Goodwill. I'll buy you some nice clothes. I spent, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. And then it was like, that's it. And then he got a job, and it was that fucking easy. Like, nice. they just need a place to crash. Yeah. And some nice clothes. Yeah. Not yeah. nice clothes. fucking Goodwill. It's yeah. cheap as fuck. Yeah. And it, it, it was that easy, man. And yeah oh, right on. <laughs> I, was like, I need to do that again like i'm like i need to take someone in so i can feel better get over my anxiety you know yeah i heard that that's like one thing to do when you're not feeling good is just to help someone else yeah yeah exactly it gets that your takes mind care of it yeah seriously it's like just thinking about it i'm like shit i need to go help somebody like right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like here oh, i'm gonna go buy a homeless guy some lunch or mm-hmm. something talk and be like so tell me about your day yeah <laughs> Yeah, tell me about who you are. Yeah, exactly. Do you got it? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, this this article comes from uh, Poor Magazine, which mm-hmm. you can find at poormagazine.org. And this is uh, uh, Roofless Radio Tent Encampment Research Findings, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Poor nice. people-led research. And so I'll just read a... It's a, it's pretty short. Yeah. Uh, summary overview. Us unhoused folks have become unhoused due to a variety of causes, including race and class-based profiling and criminalization of poor folks of color, extreme rise in evictions, foreclosures, and land grabs of our neighborhoods, and the trauma of poverty, capitalism, and racism causing us to hurt, lose, or disconnect from our own selves, families, and communities. Mm-hmm. As well, the majority of us unhoused folks want liberated Ohlone, Lishan, Oakland land to build our own self-determined homefulness projects. Some of us just want small apartments to live in safely, but none of us want more want more temporary solutions that end that end us up outside again. Mm. 
And so the locations where they interviewed folks were encampments of unhoused folks in West Oakland, North Oakland, and East Oakland. And they have a video documentation here as well. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going to read over the quickly the, the findings and demographics. Yeah. 60% of unhoused residents lost housing because of race and class-based arrests. Mm. 98% of unhoused residents are of African descent. God damn it. 96.5% of unhoused residents are lifetime Oakland residents. Shit. Mm. 42% of unhoused residents are women. of unhoused residents are elders. 92% of unhoused residents are physically and or psychologically disabled. Mm -hmm. 76% of unhoused residents are currently working. 92% of unhoused residents have experienced arrest and incarceration for the sole act of being unhoused. Holy fuck. 100% of unhoused residents lost their belongings in police and DPW raids and sweeps. (sighs) 88% of unhoused residents were evicted before they became unhoused due to rent increases and other unjust evictions. 45% of unhoused residents struggle with substance use and have no access to treatment. Mm -hmm. 89% of unhoused residents lost stable jobs before they became unhoused. 96% 96% of unhoused residents want liberated Ohlone land, Oakland, mm-hmm. to build their own visions of homefulness. Yep. And they say uh, unhoused residents lost belongings in police raids, sweeps, mm-hmm. and landlord or storage facility seizures totaling $173,500. Oh, my God. So, and then they have, um, in addition to this, they have 14... Uh, brief snippets of interviews, which I think are really interesting as well, just people's perspectives and the stories of what happened to them. And it's all just things that could happen to anyone and, yeah. you know, purely circumstantial. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so, mm. yeah, it's wanting to, to put that out there. And I get that the folks who listen to the show are, for the most part, are folks who are already, like, aware of the systemic <laughs> problems that yeah. that folks face. And I think it's also just important to... I think looking at the statistics too, just to see, not that people are statistics, but, but to see like the yeah. patterns and what happens and how once you are unhoused, it's, it's gets yeah. worse. Yeah. And I mean, nothing gets better when you get kicked out of your place. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. It's violent. It's really violent. It is. I know. And it's such a basic necessity. I mean, it's a home. That's mm-hmm. it. And it could make or break you. Yeah. Usually breaks them. Yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Fucking capitalism. Stop yeah. raising our rent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like we want to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I met a guy yesterday who's from the city and we talked for like an hour because I was like, I'm not I'm not from San Francisco, I'm from East Palo Alto, but my family's from the city. And so it was like he and I agreed on so many just so many things uh we talk like pretty much things we talk about here he was he's i forget puerto rican or he was latin i'm latin and so we had a lot in common and he's one of like the few unicorns that has rent control and he's mm. been living there for like 20 years or oh, something nice. and i was like so are you married <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but really <laughs> he's, he's so lucky but yeah so he's telling me like all his family had to move it's i mean luckily a lot of people from the bay got out before it got so fucking crazy mm-hmm. but the ones that are like still barely hanging on it's not gonna get better it's gonna yeah. get worse and it's it it's so depressing and it's 
God. I get so angry when I'm walking around in downtown and just when I see people moving in to yeah. big, nice houses, and I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> All right. We have a phone call. Hello, thank you for calling Mutiny Radio. Hey, hey. Hey, this is B. Geiger. Hey, B. thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Welcome to the program. Yay. <laughs> uh, this is Roman, and... Uh, I'm Azalia. How are you? Good, how are you? Oh, good. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> Doing better now, though. <laughs> good. So, tell us, what's on your mind? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to call to talk a little bit about... Um, this trip I'm trying to organize yes. for uh, essentially queers throughout the rest of the country without the protection we have here in the Bay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So um, I guess we can begin with um, what does, I mean, I guess there's a lot that's been happening recently. Um, is there anything in particular that you felt um, initially uh, inspired you to, to start right away with this? Um, yeah, actually. So... I'm from North Carolina originally, which was the first state in the South to pass an anti-LGBT plus bathroom bill. Mm-hmm. And um, after it, very quickly, state after state, particularly in the South, has followed. Yep. And last time I was in North Carolina, which is a little over a month ago from my grandmother's funeral, mm-hmm. um, I met quite a few of the queers there by going to a few of the local gay bars and I knew it wasn't great but I essentially no one I met had a Facebook because they were all terrified that their employees would figure or their employers would figure out that they were gay or trans or queer or whatever um, and fire them so they've all been forced back into the closet or many of them have been forced back into the closet yep oh Oh. god that's so fuck yeah. It's one thing I love about San Francisco. I take pride. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I can't imagine. I'm so glad. <laughs> I don't... Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then there was also um, literally three weeks in a row where black trans women were murdered in Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, which is where I did my undergrad, so that mm. definitely hit kind of close home, too. Of course. So it was just really hitting me, like, how bad things are there and how many resources that queers in the Bay and New York and other like queer havens have and I wanted to see what I could do to maybe maybe help spread our resources to help queers without those things yes oh that's awesome (laughs) it's true it's a safe haven here for sure oh god what the fuck is wrong with the south (laughs) I mean I I know (laughs) I know (laughs) I know (laughs) but Oh, that's yeah, terrible. quite a few things that are wrong. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Where do we begin? <laughs> that's awesome. I know we have a lot of resources here. It's, I honestly, I'm like, I'm not close-minded. It's like I'm too open-minded because I'm, I'm close-minded to the fact that places like that exist <laughs> where you have mm-hmm. to hide it. Yeah. I'm like, really? That sucks. <laughs> I've had friends that are openly gay since like elementary school and it's, you're, it's, I can't imagine having to... I mean, I can't imagine, and it's terrible. Like, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about people having to grow up in those types of places where you just have to not be yourself. And mm-hmm. that's, that's and like, the worst thing ever, you know? Just uh. Yeah. 
And I went to a Catholic school growing up, and Ugh, about a year ago, they fired the drama teacher from my high school because he had posted on Facebook that he'd uh, gotten married to a man, his, his long-term mm-hmm. partner yeah. um, up in New York, and so they fired him immediately. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why ah, Why does it matter who I fuck? <laughs> like, why does that matter? You're a great teacher. Oh, uh, I hope some of his students protested. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So the problem was that when he got fired, he was just a uh, part-time sub at that time. But mm. uh, uh, he's actually suing the Diocese of Charlotte. So hopefully that'll work out for him yeah absolutely yeah oh god that's insane i mean that's the thing too with like this idea that somehow assimilation is is supposed to save us when in fact you know even if you follow the rules and get married that's still not enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yep. just like this uh it's yeah i'm sorry oh. god damn it <laughs> and i'm sure there's like many many stories like this all over yeah it's yep. been happening for a long time <laughs> And if folks aren't even on Facebook to, or social media to share about it, there's even less of a chance that folks will know about it. Yeah. Exactly. And the bigger the stink that they make, the more likely they are to be fired. And so that was something that it really hit me was that, like, I none of my queer friends in the Bay are going to get fired if it's known that they protested for queer rights. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. If That's anything, you'd be commended. That's have to worry about. Yes. So I figured if... If that's what they need, if that's if they need bodies, if they need people, mm-hmm. I like I want to do what I can to organize them. That's fucking awesome. Yes. You're great. <laughs> so um, I've seen there's a couple of Facebook pages. Uh, what are the next steps that folks can do to get involved with this to help out? Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi hi. Hello. Oh, oh no. B? <gasps> no. Hello. Fuck. Friend. Are you also there? Oh, yeah. it, it cut out for a second. Yeah. Oh, um, we were asking, um, what's the next steps that folks can take to get involved with this? Hello? Oh, no. Hello? B? I... Oh, no. Technical difficulties. Hello, B? We were... Hello? Oh. Hmm. Mm. The phone... The light is on. No one's home. Oh. No, oh, I wanted to know. Try not to be a paranoid here, but um, let's see if uh, let's take a bit of a music break and then see if we can get B back on on the line. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Oh, I, I I'm back. Sorry, it it was just silence on the line for a sec. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we're um curious to see what folks can do to to get involved and to help out. Well, so first is that um. I and a few other friends, largely other trans women from the South that I've talked to who also see a lot of these issues and are kind of worked up about it, um, we're trying to figure out ourselves what we can do. So um, on Facebook, we have two different uh, Facebook groups. One is uh, Bay Area Bus Rides for Queer Resistance, and the other is uh, Bay Area Queers for National... Uh, resistance and if anyone is interested in getting involved at any level please join these groups and write a message and the other things the other thing they can do is 
they can email me directly mm-hmm. at uh, a b a y queer. Sorry, I want to make sure you get this right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bay Queers mm-hmm. for the number four national resistance at gmail dot com. Um, and in the meantime, if you want to find ways to help queers in the South. One simple way is by donating the Trans Lifeline, mm-hmm. which uh, is based in San Francisco, but yes. it supports the entire country and, in fact, oh. people outside of the country. Mm. And I'm an operator for it, and the vast mm. majority of calls I've received are from the South mm. or from rural areas elsewhere in the U.S. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we've had uh, Nina and Greta on the on the show, and we've, we've talked with them. So Excellent. The Lifeline is so important and so monumental and we're really grateful that so many people are involved with it yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome and then there are other organizations including equality texas and that texas is just one of the places that we're thinking on focusing on first Mm -hmm. yeah as much as i'd love to focus on my home state the bill in texas has yet to pass okay Mm -hmm. and uh if so one idea that uh a number of us have talked about is doing the equivalent of queer freedom rides. Mm -hmm. Um, Back in the 60s, after uh, a number of laws were, a number of very racist up laws were upheld in the South, Mm -hmm. people from all over the U.S. took bus rides to the South to protest. Awesome. And uh, we'd like to do something similar. Mm -hmm. And one idea is to go to a state capital where these bills are about to pass or where they've already passed. Mm -hmm. And do a sit-in, potentially in a state capitol bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and, uh, and get some civil disobedience in because, yep. unfortunately, not all the queers there can do that and not get fired. Yeah, exactly. Right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So there's, um, I'm, I think we've mentioned that there's the, the Equality Ride, which um, happened back maybe like a decade ago, two decades ago. Um, mm-hmm. So that was like similar, like a 2006 ride that happened um, that was similar um, with like LGBTQ folks on buses in the South, and I know a couple mm-hmm. of folks involved with that too. So I'm definitely um, would love to like help put the word out and connect you all with some folks who have done this in the past yeah. and other folks who might still be in the South. Oh yes, that would be amazing. Yeah, oh, yes. definitely. <laughs> and apparently, I'm just uh, looking up some more information right now. So there's a documentary called Equality U. So yeah, Soul Force was the name of the, and I think they're more kind of like overall Christian based. I don't know how religious they were. However, just putting that out there. Um, so, so Soul Force I think was the name, and then there also was like a 2007 Equality Ride. So yeah, there's a feature film called Equality U that I think might be worth checking out just for maybe more information and like yeah. historical context too. Totally. Um, yeah, I think that's so cool what you're doing and really admirable and awesome. And if if more folks did stuff like this, we would be living in a, a better world, much better world. We need more people like you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, but I also need more people like me to help me out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll help. <laughs> I'm down to ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's something we definitely need is just bodies for the bus. Yeah, yes. exactly. We'll fill that bus up. And when were Great. you looking to, to start with this? Hmm? Oh, when were you looking to, to start for the, the ride? Well, so the bus ride itself... Um, we're probably, if we can get it together in time, we're looking for the first one to be in late July and to go to Austin. Okay. Um, nice. Austin is, of all the southern capitals, it's by far the most queer friendly. Yeah. And 
yeah. most likely to put us up or have people there put us up and least likely for us to run into non-police violence. Yes. Yeah, true. God. Fuck. <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, but there's a lot of work that needs to go in before that. So yeah. if anyone is interested in writing or becoming a part of this, like get in touch with me now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna, and I'm going to add you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And we'll let's, let's stay in touch over the next, um, just in general, but then also for every Friday, if you want to call in and if I have more information too to share, um, we can continue to build mm-hmm. and feel free to call in, um, with more info and everything. Well, to get yeah. That'd be out. wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you. God damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. <laughs> Why aren't people more open? Well, I know, but damn it. <laughs> damn yeah. it to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I saw... I saw it's amazing what repression can do to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kills the soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, God. Well, I saw a, a young girl on the bus yesterday, and she was probably like 15 or 16, and I, I was, it just made me so happy to be in San Francisco because she, um, she had a shirt that said like, like support queer youth, and like she was with her girlfriend and they were talking about Portuguese or something, and it just made me so happy that she's so young and proud, and there's people you can't do that you'd get you uh-huh. get killed just for wearing that shirt and it's like uh, it's not many places like san francisco but no uh, yeah, yeah. i also wanted to tell them like do you know how lucky you are that you could be yeah. you like <laughs> and it also puts things in perspective too because i think it's even within the bay area there's we have our own issues to deal with here mm-hmm. and then it's also just to to recognize that there's a lot to be grateful for here and uh, make the most of that so i think that's important and to remember. I, I think that that there's always going to be a fight for queers, for women, for for people of color. There's always going to be a fight. There's always going to be ways that things can be improved. I can't imagine us having a post-gender, post-racial society within <laughs> the next few centuries. Yep. Um, but San Francisco has been the lead, like the the forefront of these fights. And, you know, the, the riot at Compton's Cafeteria in 69, mm-hmm. like, that type of of fight back and like and then the effects of that and the change are about where we are now in the south yeah wow. um that you know san francisco might be 50 years ahead but it still has its fights yes yep so true I know it's also an issue in rural areas because it's just so hard to get people together I and mean, that's a big reason why san francisco is awesome we're so it's so dense. We're close together. You meet people a lot more easily. And so can imagine being in such a rural place where you're like, where are my allies? Oh, they're like two hour drive away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. that makes things a lot harder too. Yeah. And that's why like, it's really sad that psychologists, psychiatrists, therapists in the South, they are still working on, are still working with like, transsexualism theory yeah. um, oh my god from, theory. from decades ago Jesus. yeah exactly theory. and and they're like trans people are told to act as binary as possible just to fit in Ugh. like totally gross not even considering what would be best for them or the fact that they could enjoy being queer or non-binary yeah that they have to be binary yeah yeah exactly yeah. 
Like, I just want to be accepted. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You're not doing anything. You're being a good person. And That's all that should matter. And they don't even realize that, like, gender roles are terrible for everyone, not just trans folks. Mm-hmm. And the yep. binary, it's, 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 oh, gosh. Ridiculous. God damn it. <laughs> damn. Fuck. I don't know. Ugh. Thank you for what you're doing. It's beautiful. Yeah, and for planting these seeds. Yeah, and and putting it out there. And may many more folks join in. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. (laughs) Hopefully. Yes, yes. Cool. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Is there anything else you'd like to to share? Uh, No, I don't think so. Just for those of you living in, in the Bay, like absolutely fight your fights and if you have other fights like stick with them because we all need to pick our thing but yeah. if you're looking for a thing mm. like basic civil rights yeah. are pretty dire risk throughout the country mm. and yes. we're one of few people who can actually help yep it's Amen. true so true <laughs> so yeah join us awesome. join us thank you so much B. <laughs> thank you man <laughs> sweet ah <sighs> gotta fight the good fight yeah it's awesome there's people out there like that <laughs> like thank you so much yeah. i want to give you a hug <laughs> yeah thanks again b mm-hmm. all right well i think we'll take a bit of a music break yeah. and then we'll be back in a little bit sounds good all right Gone. 
Welcome back. That was uh, the Afghan Wigs, one of my favorite bands. Oh. And that song was Lost in the Woods. I was actually at that concert in New Orleans. Oh, and sweet. that was not me recording it, though. But someone else <laughs> someone else was kind enough to think about the greater good. <laughs> so I'm a, a big fan of theirs. I've seen... Anyway. And before that was The Clash, because just in a Clash mood. Yeah. You know. I was going to say, we should listen to Misfits or The Clash or something. Okay. Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's I was do in that. a Clash mood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome. So um, we have a, a newspaper over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, some I think sh- it's important to get some articles that are not from the Chronicle or from mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Well, it's beautiful. Um, in Haiti, there's a Working Women's Day march, and it's awesome. I mean, the fact that the streets were flooded yeah. and it was pouring rain and there was a bunch of men also involved mm-hmm. and just... Th- that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Women didn't even have the right to vote until like 1950 in Haiti. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. Uh, but, uh, hey. <laughs> Fucking hey. The Clinton solved that? Yeah, That's right? That's me choking. Because <laughs> you know, the, ha- the Haitians are not fans of the Clintons. Yeah. So. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I didn't mean to be snarky. Maybe I did. No. Yeah, so what's the, what newspaper is that from? This is yes. Challenge. Yep. The Revolutionary Communist Newspaper of Progressive Labor Party. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fight yeah. for communism, it says. And okay. There's like the last like four or five pages are in Spanish, which is pretty right awesome. Yeah. So it's for everybody, everybody to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> if everything was at least bilingual, if not multilingual, yeah. that would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Right. I think if I had like magical powers, it, but I guess. It wouldn't be that like everyone was like a polyglot because yeah. I feel like that would still even if people speak the same language there's still a lot of fights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it solve everything, and it still is possible for everyone to learn different languages. I feel like that would be one step in terms of mm-hmm. folks feeling a little bit less disconnected. Yeah, Tro- totally. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, language kind of need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I know quite a few uh, Latin women that barely speak English, and they just kind of keep quiet mm. all the time mm. and it makes me very sad i'm like i'm sure you have things to say i'm yeah. sure you have ideas and uh, and they just can't communicate them yeah and it's I, i've mentioned before how um i mean they can work obviously like, like farm workers and such you know people that hang out freaking pick your fruit mm-hmm. i'm sure they'd love to learn english but they can't because they gotta work mm. and get paid nothing how the fuck are they gonna move ahead but um, I, it's, I mean, that's just, that's the reality of our society. It's, you get stuck. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Even if you want to, you know, help, help people out. You can't really do it unless you speak English. Mm. Uh, well, here, at least. Yeah. But, I mean. Well, it's like <sighs> one more barrier. Yeah. 
Or one more brick in the wall, as Pink Floyd would say. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Quoting the great Pink Floyd. Yes. <laughs> um, so there's an awesome organization called Mehente, and they have a, a new new toolkit, which gives workers tools to fight against raids and audits. So I yes. thought it'd be cool to read this. And this came out on May 11th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mehente members, and you can also find this out at mehente.net, and that's M-I-J-E-N-T-E. Uh, Mihente members and labor leaders at AFL-CIO, uh, Nady Dominguez and Rosa Lozano, along with other organizers and leaders, just dropped the We Will Resist and Defend, a powerful toolkit for organizers and advocates on workplace raids and audits. In the age of the 45 regime, there is a high expectation that more aggressive workplace enforcement actions and ICE raids take place against migrant workers. Therefore, it is crucial that communities are able to fight back and be able to defend themselves if necessary. This toolkit is important because it has in one place ready-made tools for organizers to jump into action to prepare and fight back workplace raids and audits that undermine workers' rights, worker rights. Mm-hmm. The toolkit explains the processes and players involved in work site enforcements and provides resources and guidance on how to prepare for and respond to a raid or audit. Some topics covered are what are the steps in an I-9 audit, what happens if an I-9 audit occurs while workers are exercising their rights, guidance on the I-9 process for organizers and advocates, frequently asked questions about workplace raids, preparing for a possible workplace raid, guidance on social security administration, no match letters, sample union contract language on immigration protections, know your rights, palm card, multiple languages, including Spanish. The future of the labor movement depends on our ability to organize and defend all workers, especially those who face a multitude of attacks through racism, sexism, or xenophobia. Mm-hmm. The toolkit is important because it has in one place ready-made tools for organizers to jump into action to prepare and fight back workplace raids and audits that undermine worker rights, said Mihente member and director of Worker Center Partnerships at AFL-CIO, Naidi Dominguez. The AFL-CIO has the largest reach to the labor movement as it is a federation of 56 different unions and represents, wow, 12.5 million members. Oh, shit. So to have this tool be launched here is a big deal. This tool will be made by people of color, for people of color, in an institution that is still led by mostly white men. Yes. Building collective power and community-centered defense plans is important for movements of resistance. For Rosa Lozano, the future of the labor movement depends on our ability to organize and defend all workers, especially those who face a multitude of attacks through racism, sexism, or xenophobia. Fully uniting under this current political environment will be the only way to resist and grow power. And to download the public version of the toolkit, they have a link, and they also have a full version of the toolkit as well. And Nady and Rosa made it happen with a team of Gloria Alvarado, Tamara Brumer, Chloe Osmer, Kelly Rodriguez, Matthew Ginsburg, Shannon Letterer, and Robin Foster, along with contribution from other organizations. And they have a special thanks section as well. So you can yes. find this out, and the links are provided at mihente.net. And this article came out again on May 11th, so you can find the links there. So Super current. Yeah. Oh, thank you for those resources. Yeah, thank you for the folks who... who yeah. I know. Put this out there. Ugh. I mean, I feel like so much of it's like defense in the, in these current times. It's like, how can we prepare against mm. what's happening and what has been happening? Yeah. You need to arm yourself with knowledge. Yes. Because people will lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> and also like what was happening before 45 was elected. I mm. mean, if we're going to talk about it, you know, it's not like, oh, suddenly things got bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm trying to move beyond that, but still. Yeah. Ugh. I know. 
I know it is very important to know your rights um, because cops don't really know your rights. <laughs> they no. think you have no rights. So, especially uh. ICE. God, I don't know what I, I would do if there was a raid like in my presence. I would flip out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bet in this. Well, this is more, I guess, workplace um, specific. Though yeah. I, I thought the same thing too. It's you know I think also mm-hmm. I have like. I know my own thoughts about things. However, like how, what I think about things and then how I will act in the situation can be totally different. And that's, you never know until you're in that situation. Yeah, exactly. How you will act. Now it's important just to keep those documents on you and be like, Oh, they're right here in my pocket. Yeah. Cause I will just flip out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially when they use like, you know, fear mongering and they lie, yeah. it's like, ugh. yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I like facts. That's why mm-hmm. it's really good to have those things like tangible. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're lying. It says so right here. Definitely. <laughs> Leave my people alone. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to work. That's what's insane. They're raiding right. people at work. Yeah, why don't you fucking raid Congress? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Those people wor- are like the ones who are fucking people over. Yeah, exactly. Those are the real criminals. Yeah, I exactly. Mean- Threatening to take away health care. How <laughs> How are they somehow less of a threat than someone actually doing a fucking job? Yeah, someone to help working people. in a fucking restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, someone's cooking my food. I've got nothing against that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I appreciate Thanks. that. Thank you. Yeah. As opposed to someone being paid six figures to repeal health care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Taking away my. Oh or my civil God. rights. Yeah. Fucking oh. pre existing conditions. There are, oh. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That is one thing that's I am so depressed about. Like, just how many women. It, are saying like, oh, good thing I didn't report my rape. Yeah. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <sighs> but it, what? Oh, God. I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other fucking conversation. I mean, most women don't report them for fear of being judged or, you know, just being told that you're lying or overreacting or mm-hmm. something. Or I don't, I don't, I can't imagine in God. And having having been pregnant or having a miscarriage, or so many things that just you're like, oh, so like just women, <laughs> pretty much. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm ready for like an all women army, and also an all and also an all trans army, like just an yes. all like just fucking taken over, like yeah. fuck this. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for women just to go in and just <sighs> storm Congress, like mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. I would. Uh, Let's go. Seriously, yeah. the trip. I have so many people that would be down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I've been talking many. about this for years, and uh, Molly, who used to host, co-host the show, yeah. Um, she, when I would talk about it, she was like, "Oh, but I don't quite feel up for that." And I was like, "Oh, that's not not everyone. No one, not everyone has to do it. Just yeah. it's, it would be great if it were like just this kind of horizontal leadership of women who feel like they want to just to fucking yeah, just go go for let it. these dudes have it. Yeah, god oh, damn it. I will you be, came from us." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Uh, and there's, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. So I, oh, that's what I, uh, last week, um, I don't know why I didn't think about this. We should have played Tupac, you know, Dear Mama. Is it oh, Dear yeah. Mama? Or, you know, I love well, his. Mother's Day's coming up. Uh, exactly. Mom, love you. <laughs> I'll get that. I'll get that ready in the queue. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. <laughs> but I love his line uh, about, you know, how, um, like, I love how he's such a feminist. It's beautiful. He says, like, how is that you could, like, you came from a woman, but, like, why do we rape our women? Mm. Like, we take from our women, but you came from a woman. Yeah. Like, I love that Tupac is so logical. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Can you tell everybody that? (laughs) Yes. Why? Uh. (laughs) And Tupac was a great guy. (laughs) 
<sighs> I think about what it would be like if so many of these artists were still around to create their work. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it'd be too much for him right now. Mm. He's, oh, God. What if Tupac were president? Wow. Shit. That. <laughs> That wow. would be beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Tupac for president. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he would want to be president? I think so. I think he would be down just to, you know, to help out people of color. Yeah. You know, shit. He's from the streets. He knows the real problems. He knows what needs to be done. Yeah. Hopefully he really isn't dead and he's just hanging out with Biggie, oh. you know, <laughs> somewhere in the islands. Come back. <laughs> Come back. We need you. Yeah. <laughs> he was waiting. <laughs> he's waiting for now. It's like, okay, they need me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to like flash the Tupac sign, like the Batman sign. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Oh, uh, oh God. It's nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, what man. could have been mm-hmm. yeah. and it is amazing that I mean it's it's rare um, the fact that he did come he was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. she still cared for him and all she wanted was for him to just do do his thing She'd just be a rapper that's what you're gonna do just do that and I love that he points that out in some of his songs like all my mama wanted was for me to live my life dream and I'm like yeah that's you know and a lot of kids like that grow up angry towards their parents if, you know or their mom since they grew yeah. up in a single home and yeah. their dad's probably in jail or something yeah and he still grew up to love his mom despite the circumstances he's a very woke guy <laughs> Like thank you. <laughs> One of the few that aren't angry, and, mm. and I'm sure he was angry. Yeah, but righteous, he let it out. righteous. Yes, extremely righteous. Angry. Yeah. Well, and he let it it's, out creatively, which yeah. is what I think most kids need that are in shitty situations. Yeah. You need an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're like a, a, alive in this world and you're not angry, mm-hmm. then I question that. Like, how can you not be angry at all the injustice that's happening? I think it's a matter of, you know, yeah, where like, do how's you... your bubble? How's the, how's it yeah, living in that where bubble? Do you, where do you aim your anger? And like, where do you, how do you deal with it? I think is the question. And then for folks who aren't angry, I'm uh, seriously like, what? How? <laughs> like, yeah. how can you not? They're like, oh, I just don't read. <laughs> or, I mean, do you not like walk down the street and see that there's folks without basic needs being met yeah like how can that not make you angry yeah exactly yeah that this is and it's become so normalized too mm-hmm yeah <sighs> it's insane man uh san francisco's got a problem and like we were saying san francisco's a haven for you know uh, just like you know it is a haven for pe- like people in the lgbtq community but homelessness is a huge thing (laughs) and like half folks on the street i've read statistics where like i mean at least 40 percent of the youth on the street are lgbtq yeah exactly so i mean how much i mean it's also like i think class comes in class and race also comes into play with like how safe of it how safe is it for lgbtq folks and then we can talk about how racist Mm -hmm. the castro is for instance yeah and misogynist it is and transphobic etc so yes in some ways yeah i mean folks can be out and open at work and then it's also such a fucking low bar yeah i know exactly what a low fucking bar yeah you're like be thankful really but this is who i am (laughs) can can we have a little bit more and yeah hearing about folks not being able to be that was similar to what happened when uh, my friend micah and i went down to the south and Mm -hmm. we met with college students who they couldn't be out at their colleges and so far on their Facebooks for instance ones who did have profiles they couldn't say that they were like gay or trans yeah and Mm -hmm. it's this 
it's like this kind of erasure of you know who people are yeah exactly you don't exist it's it oh my god it's so terrible i can't imagine and not being able to just be who you are you're like it's such a simple request i'm not hurting anybody right right like you're saying you know congress that's where the real criminals are you're like me just loving people is not a crime it scares people well stupid people that's what scares you're like they come up with all these ideas like what's gonna happen my oh my favorite i forget some comedian was saying like uh we can't let gays get married what am i gonna tell my son uh tell him that they're gay yeah. <laughs> that's fucking it yeah. like what you don't want to talk to your child that's people just don't they're scared of conversation yeah and that's you're like that's your problem that's not our problem yeah that you don't want to talk about it well i mean apparently it is our problem because we have to deal with the consequences of people being close-minded mm-hmm. you can't you can't fucking say who you love on facebook post pictures of you and your yeah. boyfriend or what the yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah it's uh what the fuck fucking people yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad right right <laughs> it's not bad at all <laughs> the world would be so much better can you imagine <sighs> first of all there okay carl rove his dad was gay mm. but he didn't realize that until like later in life and mm. if his dad had known all along there may not have been a carl rove in the world yeah yeah so exactly. think about like there wouldn't have been this big war i mean mm. there probably would have been a lot more war anyway yeah <laughs> I'll probably have to do a lot more. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. if people were allowed to be like who they are and felt accepted that they could be. Yeah, all imagine, that pent up anger. Right. <laughs> you might not have had a son who was a fucking warmonger. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what happens when you can't be yourself. Right. Like, right. You're not a terrible person. I mean, I get it if you're an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's true. Or if you're closeted, like Roy Cohn, for instance, who then, you know, had this big anti communist thing. Like, can you imagine if. The actual, and when we're talking about communism, I'm talking about like the actual, the actual, like, yes. as it could be, like the greater yeah. good. Yeah. Honestly, everyone getting their needs met. That's a very brief synopsis. I know there's yeah. more. One could talk <laughs> more about it. But yeah. Um, and how it's enacted. Mm-hmm. If that were actually could happen here in the states or around mm-hmm. the world, people actually, you know, each yeah. according to their needs. You yeah. know, that actually literally happening. How, who does that fucking harm? Yeah. Exactly. Who does it harm? No. Uh, the capitalists. Yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. We just want basic, basic needs. You know, yeah. I just want health care, a bed mm-hmm. would be nice, some food, <laughs> maybe some music. Yeah, music's it's, great. Music, yeah, and that's what keeps Arts us going. funding. Yeah, sure. exactly. That would be nice. Keep music in the schools, yeah. you know, <laughs> the arts. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, I think that's the thing as you get older when luckily like growing up in the Bay, it was before they started taking away Mm -hmm. music from schools. That's luckily when I, I was in orchestra and I'm pretty sure that's why I was able to, that's why I wasn't so angry or involved with bad things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I was able to play music because, you know, it's, it's a language and it, but like you don't really have to. I don't know. I can't. I, it's we need to keep music in the schools. Yeah, all we I'm do. saying because if kids aren't able to be themselves, luckily here, I mean, they're very accepting. But in other places, like in the South, hopefully they're playing an instrument or in drama. Oh my God, that blows my mind that a drama teacher was fired for being gay. I'm like, well, yeah. it's a drama teacher. Come on. Well, it shouldn't like, matter. Whatever no, anyone was. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. But you're like. <laughs> why that's it's beautiful (laughs) why why i don't get it i'm sorry (laughs) it's disgusting it is and it's violent Mm -hmm. taking away someone's source of income and also exactly now when it's homeless now another freaking 
yeah, yeah, another guy on the streets. Well, hopefully not. I wonder yeah. what his family thought. That's what I want to know, too. Like, did his yeah. family, like... I mean, if they got married, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? And similar to, like, in Texas, when they're looking for, like, the these adoption places, or they're going to, like, have it le- be legal so they so Jewish and Muslim and gay folks can't adopt babies. They're, like, working on that. And I'm like, that's great. So you're going to prevent less children from having... You yeah. know, loving parents. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, it's like, it's so backwards. Yeah, it's not, it makes no sense at all. There's children that need homes. Yeah. There's awesome people that want to take care of them. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like it. So gross. Like, let's ask the kids. It's so fucking gross. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Ugh. No, where was I? I... I was somewhere in the Castro. I think I was at Bo or something, having a couple drinks. And uh, the bartender, um, her and her partner, they just adopted a baby mm-hmm. and it was the coolest thing ever so it's like and she's showing me pictures the baby's like six months or something like that and so it's crazy i'm like well luckily they adopted before any of that shit passed because mm-hmm. what the fuck are they gonna do with, yeah. the, with the couples that already have their children are you gonna take them away yeah what, what, what about that <laughs> yeah and, and it's way too easy to have a child for most like there there's obviously like i mean like teaching like sex ed in school and all that teaching kids about protection uh it's like there's so many people that have kids that shouldn't have kids that probably didn't even want to have kids Mm -hmm. but then there's people that actually really really fucking want a kid yeah and they're amazing people they can actually provide for these children and you're like it makes yeah it makes no sense at all the fact that we're even like wasting time talking not that i don't it's not a waste of time to talk about it because it's actually happening in the world it's just the fact that this is what people in power are doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing that's with our tax That's what you're doing. Yeah. You are, like, making things worse. Yeah. You're like humanity. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, speaking, I'm going to do a, a quick transition. Yeah. Speaking of people who make things worse for humanity. It's, yes. Okay, so this is going back to... So we had the guest in uh, last week who was a trans activist from Russia. Oh, and fuck, yeah. so he was talking about what's happening in Chechnya and ways to support. So there have been a lot of people who are speaking out about it. And this article comes from Dazed, and this is a Russian activist um, were arrested Oh yeah, on delivering a Chechnya petition. And they say the young protesters were trying to reach the prosecutor general office in Moscow, but were met by police. Mm-hmm. Thanks, police. Mm-hmm. Eye roll. <laughs> who seemed to know they were coming. And, and, then, and so like they're able to communicate with them in the van. Uh, Russian police have just detained five, and this came out, when did this come out? That was like a couple days ago. Yeah, this is yesterday, so uh-huh. that would have been Thursday. Yeah. Russian police have just detained five activists attempting to deliver 400,000, 400,000 <gasps> signatures collected on change.org and hundreds of thousands collected by Avaz and All Out to the Prosecutor General Office in Moscow. The petition demands immediate and full investigation into the murder and torture of gay men in Chechnya. Mm-hmm. The delivery was scheduled at 11 a.m. Moscow time and was organized by Russian LGBT network along with Avaz and All Out. When uh, stepped out of the car, we immediately saw a lot of police ready there already. Looks like they waited for us and knew we were planning this action, said Nikita Safronov, one of the petition starters. So unfortunately, as we barely left the car with all the boxes, we got immediately detained by the police. At the moment, activists are locked in a police van from which they are able to text the following message and a photo to Dazed and their petition supporters. We are writing this update for you from a police van in which we are being kept. They are planning on taking us to the Tavorsky... 
Tev. Russian. Every time I try to pronounce something, I'm like, I'm just one of those white people who just can't pronounce others. It's like, um, such a. It's okay. We forgive you. I don't know about that. I don't forgive myself. I know. Tversky Police Station. We are asking you to spread the information about our arrest as wide as you can. Please use your social networks or communicate this info to journalists you know. So they have a photo, and they all, they're just like, <laughs> we're, yep, we're in a fucking police van. <laughs> yep, it's <laughs> like, awesome. yep. yep. So this again, is happening. police, who are you protecting and who are you serving? And that goes worldwide. Who are you helping? Yep. Who are you fucking helping? Yep. Not the gay men, that's for sure. No, not the folks who are being, you know, marginalized and criminalized and being tortured and killed. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that pretty much says it right there. Yeah, the fact that you had Russian trans activists here was just that. I'm like, you are so courageous. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God, that's beautiful. I think it's, it's also important just to realize like what we take for granted here. Yeah. And then also just to recognize what's happening over there could happen over here. And in some places it kind of has in some degrees. Yeah. So it's also really important just to recognize how can we support each other? How can we help them? What can we learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do we support each other? And also to recognize just because we have certain rights today doesn't mean we're going to have them tomorrow. Yep. And it's important to speak out. Yes. Very true. Very true. God damn. Yeah. I, know, I wonder how they're doing. Oh, yeah. God. yeah, I wonder what happened to those boxes. <laughs> yeah, those boxes of signatures. I wonder. Huh. So in West Virginia, there's a lot of bad things happening there. Yeah. Well, at least two things. One <laughs> is that a reporter was arrested for asking Tom Price if domestic violence is a pre-existing condition uh. under the what they you know <laughs> yeah. under Trump Care. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> and uh, that is an oxymoron. So this is a reporter. This is a reporter. So we're talking about like you know, assaults on the free press, a $5,000 bond and potential six month jail term await, just like the first amendment says, um, for asking a question, for asking a fucking question. Like that lady who's in jail for laughing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That woman who was sentenced for laughing at Jeff Sessions, by the way, I mean, just thinking, I know like there's a lot of folks who do a lot of positive energy work and and, like, you know, with chanting and the idea is peace and happiness for everyone on earth. And then a part of me is like, how about all these fucking, you know, racists in power? I don't want fucking peace and happiness for them. Yeah. Unless maybe like, boom, they somehow snap and they wake up and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been wrong about this. Let me atone for my sins. Yeah, maybe. That's an ideal situation. And I have a lot of, the thing is though, I have a lot of fucking anger and a lot of rage about it where it's like, I don't fucking wish them peace and happiness. I wish there's a lot of, uh, I have a lot of resentment and a lot of anger and frustration that people's lives have been are have been taken uh, yeah. and it's so I have, I have a this, it's brutal yeah I have a difficult time kind of going on both sides of that where yes I want to like live in a world where everyone's at peace and at the same time I'm a realist yeah yeah you're like, yeah. yeah you're like sorry absolutely <laughs> I, I live in the world yeah <laughs> so the next thing about West Virginia yeah what, what happened. <sighs> This, these Deep people. Breath. Oh no! Ah, something else. So anti-gay attacks not covered by West Virginia hate crime law court rules. Oh, what the fuck? And I have a lot of comments I want to make about this, and I won't do it on. Again, it's like better hold my tongue. Yeah. Better fucking hold my tongue. It's okay for them to rule that people can be harmed physically. Can you know? Yeah. Can get your ass whooped. And if any of us kind of respond to that in some way, that might be ways that could be get us in trouble which yeah. is frustrating it's positive thing though please um, some positivity i <laughs> uh, realize that lawmaker rhymes with jawbreaker yeah oh so i think i need to write a song about some uh, some people uh, power 
Yes, you do. That's hilarious. <laughs> Has no one used this yet? We should use it because some of the people making laws, I should say some, some of the people making laws. Mm-mm-mm. Get your shit together. Yeah, totally. You're doing, you're doing the devil's work and yes. that's not good. Yep. You're not doing it right. Gross. Grossness. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So that's that's your and I've met a couple of folks from West Virginia who have left and I don't also don't want to like say oh everyone in the state is this way this is just the representative cuz I'm sure there's people in California who are super problematic as oh. we know. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. There's some not too far from here. <laughs> not too yeah. far. You know, it's crazy how it's I mean, I feel like I do kind of live in a bubble in the city. Is it so open yeah. and you see everything, but then you just drive like two hours away and you're mm-hmm. in the valley and you see like oh, humongous yeah. Baptist churches with oh. way too much money and you're like, hmm. Yeah, that's not a great distribution of <laughs> yeah. wealth. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure I agree with the message yeah. either. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who like bought a place up in Healdsburg and he had folks over. This was, I guess, last July 4th and we were up there yeah. and we were walking and there's like a truck with this is before the election mm-hmm. with 45 it was before his name no one was 45 but yeah. for all intents and purposes yes. <laughs> they had 45 stickers on it and I just like looked and I'm just like and like I feel like my friends had to kind of hold me back because I was yeah. like gonna, I was gonna get into them like are you serious yeah. and again like I feel like the 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 choices we were given for this election were not good yeah and at the same time 45 was definitely not good and I I was thinking about back in the, in the mm-hmm. fall when I was very much anti Hillary Clinton and I still despise a lot of things that she stands for of course of course. and it doesn't mean that i don't despise a lot of things that 45 stands for you can be it's it's again like going out of the binary one can dispose dispose Mm, good idea no. <laughs> one can, you know one can find fault with with both and i i think that's uh you shouldn't have to limit yourself to yeah well you shouldn't yes yeah. but it's it's the situation yeah. uh there's that South Park episode, yeah, where they have to the, choose the turds, <laughs> the turd and the douche, yeah, and the like, vote or die. And you're like, it, at the end, the moral mm. of the story is you're always gonna have to choose either between right. a turd sandwich or a douchebag. Yeah. and you're like, huh? But why? Yeah. I love that he stands having like an existential crisis. Like, yeah. why? Right. This is the world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Someone posted a really good Twitter like feed of just how a lot of folks would be complicit if Clinton were elected right now. They wouldn't be angry at all, even if a lot of negative things were happening. If we were at war, if we were, Wall Street was still running away with things, etc. Yeah. And even if deportations and mass incarceration were increasing as well. And I yeah. feel like now it's like we're on super fast speed to fascism, which is terrible. So yeah. recognizing that. Yeah. And at the same time, even if things were still moving in that kind of neoliberal right wing direction, mm-hmm. a lot of people, well, if a Democrat's doing it, then I'm not going to argue. Or yeah. if it's not affecting me directly, then I then that's okay, which is what happened in the last administration. Yeah, that's so true. Not that good things didn't happen. Like, some positive things were put forward. I want to acknowledge that. And mm. at the same time... Yeah. No, I mean, I, I've said before, I'm thankful he's president. I hate him. But we needed this to happen for people to be like oh shit we gotta really do things this is happening now and i hopefully he's not able to consolidate all the power because i'm like oh no we need them all together that's my thing too is like even if he is not there anymore Mm -hmm. fucking gotta get i mean pence does not need to be there paul ryan mitch mcconnell jeff sessions i know like we need to get them all all in a row go leave (laughs) leave Leave. just leave bye (laughs) just leave please i'm being very polite i'm being very very polite (laughs) here here. i'll open the door for you yeah (laughs) goodbye Uh, yeah go off in the woods together 
amongst yourselves. Do, just get away from us. Yeah, please, please. You're not doing us any favors. You don't represent us. Yeah. How You're did this happen? harm. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, God, but shit. It makes things very clear that <laughs> nothing's going well. We need to really fight and be vocal about because this shit's real i can't like i honestly like can't believe that he's our every time i turn on the tv i'm like really yeah fuck (laughs) like shit (laughs) we're going to war guys yeah oh yeah (laughs) the draft's coming back oh gosh fuck (laughs) and that's why i think like for vets especially who are being i mean vets have always been fucked in this country like um for folks who are still up for fighting like why not fight the fucking madness that's here why not fight white supremacy that's here in this country why not fight the dictators that are here in this country yep exactly like there's a war going on right fucking now mm-hmm. right down the so street why go why go across why go overseas when there's folks right now in positions of power who are causing harm mm-hmm. capitalism capitalism <laughs> money in war that's right <laughs> that's what it's all about guys that's mm-hmm. what it's all about <laughs> you think we would have learned it by now yeah well we've learned it people in yeah. power it's another story well yeah if they can profit off it they don't care yeah exactly it is the most uh you were saying last night. Oh, I know most CEOs and just insanely oh, rich yeah, people yeah. are fucking sociopaths. Yep. Because that's not normal. <laughs> yeah. It's not normal to need or want that much money. That's... I... What went wrong? I really want to, like, delve in. Like, I, I'd love for Trump to be psychologically evaluated mm. and see what they come up. They're like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> that's pretty I'm much... entitled, yeah. That's that. Why would you vote for him? Yeah. Uh, you're kind of crazy if you voted for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I recognize that people are real, really angry and they, did, they wanted something different from the status quo. Mm-hmm. And he was the candidate of the two who was less status quo. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's not enough. I mean, I'm I'm all for like not status quo. And at the same time, not that though. Yeah. You're like, that's not much better. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not. It's just a different kind of problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Damn it. Yeah. (laughs) I literally like can cry and laugh just thinking about the state that we're yeah, in. Yeah, kind of have to. I mean, (laughs) it's also like, this is the, this is what we got. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note kids are going to be awesome the kids that are growing up these days seeing the shit show yeah it's beautiful i'm like i can't wait till you guys can vote oh totally and oh god please i need to go to schools and organize protests with a bunch of underage kids yeah 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 yeah. get to them yeah well i mean i mean they probably still will yeah that's the thing i mean i don't you know it's like but I, I like I like where you're going with that. Yeah, I'm also just very much like cynical. Like, you're like hasn't yeah. stopped them before, but you know. Hey, yeah, but if there's a giant group of underage yeah. kids fighting the power, yes, I mean that would be a great story. <laughs> just, I appreciate like, that. So, yeah, exactly. like the video in, in Anaheim of the kid who is like jumped. They're like they're on like a police. They're like walking by a police officer's house, and the police officer jumped the kid and like pulled out his gun. Oh, and then yes. some of the friends kind of came by and were like, some of it were taping, and some were like trying to like help yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like. The, yeah, it's they don't care. It's power trip. Yeah, uh-huh. and Jordan Edwards, who was the, he was like 15 years old and he was murdered by a cop. Mm. Like another fucking another child was murdered. Yeah, by a fucking grown. Yes, yeah. police officer who was a veteran mm-hmm. and he came back from Iraq with PTSD. Of course, wasn't fucking treated for it. Got a job as a fucking police officer and murdered a child. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. And that's something else, like Nathan Domingo, who's like the head of Identity Europa, like the neo-Nazi group, one of the neo-Nazi groups. Yeah. <gasps> so he was also like a vet, and he like witnessed like a friend of his get killed in, mm-hmm. and came back with PTSD. Then he like 
he like robbed a, a cab driver whom he thought was Iraqi. Oh my he god. He got sent to jail and in jail he was exposed to a lot of Aryan literature, you know, Aryan and then of he course. got got radical radicalized and not a good kind of radicalized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he comes out and now he's like this fucking big neo Nazi dude. And it's like, okay, so we can see that, like, vets are not, first of all, getting in the military isn't helpful. Yeah. And then being, like, they're not not being treated, and then they go into prison, and that's more like punishment as opposed to actually rehabilitation. Yeah, exactly. And they come out and then start even more problems. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. God, yeah, mental health. Yep. That's, I mean, that's to me. That's it. Always comes down to that. Yep. I mean, mental health help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything would be a lot better yeah. if people got the help they needed. Yeah, yeah it's. It's. I think it should. It, it, why is it not um, just like necessary for someone to come when they come back from war? Obviously, you're going to be a little fucked up, dude. I need, I haven't been to fucking war. I'm fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, like can, I can. I can imagine. I haven't even been in combat. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like I've I grew up in the streets, but that's some real shit. I know. I I'm in therapy. Yeah. These like how is it not like it? It needs to be like in like. Play, I don't know. They all need therapy. They need yes, help. Everyone they need to does. be evaluated once you get back from war yeah. or anything crazy like that. Like, yeah. It's it's fucked up. And it's so sad how they, well, I mean, they don't care. Like when, um, uh, like a, a few weeks ago, when I was gotten a fight because I tried helping a homeless guy. Right, right, right. And I, the cops were trying to cop, like calm me down. I was like flipping out because I was in a, police station i just hate police so i just didn't feel safe yes, anyways yeah. i was like i almost would rather be fighting in the street with those people instead of in a police station and they're like trying to call me like they're like ma'am i'm like fool i was Cult just in ma'am. a fucking fight dude like it's called like my my heart's racing what the fuck do you mean come down i was like take me to a hospital you yeah. are not trained to help me that way you're trained to fucking arrest homeless people you fucking piece of shit wow like i was letting him have it i yeah. was like angry and just like you like you guys need some sensitivity training you have no idea what the fuck you're doing mm-hmm. like that's and it's it makes sense like that's how it is they have no training when it comes to people's mental health yeah and that's such an issue yeah, like, yeah. i mean even if they do have the training that doesn't necessarily i mean it's all systemic too yeah it's very true if it's like <laughs> yeah but there, yeah there should be like alternates between just calling 911 when someone has a like a in a some mm-hmm. kind of mental health crisis yeah no exactly it's crazy that like, cops show up you know, like cops aren't you're know, like this like, person's having a here? panic attack and then they probably get shot bring, <laughs> so bringing like a militarized person someone with like a, with a gun like with the weapons yeah. and it's like that's not no, yeah. Helpful. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's why I love fire. I love firefighters. They're beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, you're here to literally save people. <laughs> like it's, you have no gun. <laughs> I really like that about you guys. <laughs> Again, okay, so there's like a low bar. It's like someone doesn't have a gun. It's like, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> I feel safer. Yeah, yeah it's so oh true. Oh my gosh. I know, I was riding on the Muni and... Um, uh, I guess there's a kid that was missing yesterday, oh. and I really wanted to know more about that. I wonder if they found him, but um, they were, um, uh, but cops kept coming on buses, and mm-hmm. it was just so freaky seeing them on the bus, and their vibe, their aura. They're oh, just, totally. I hate being way too close to cops, like in a closed off vicinity. I was yep. like, but I purposely sat like right next to them, like they were standing there, you know, looking very stoic and you know, militarized, and I just kept staring at them. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not scared of you. <laughs> but they just, they didn't want to look at me, obviously, because I'm like, I'm not going to flinch. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, God. 
yeah, th- there's way too many cops on Muni yesterday. Freaked me out. I was very <sighs> scared. Just I kept staring at their gun. I'm like, how easy? Like it's so easy for them to just kill people. <laughs> yeah, and get away with it. Oh yeah, that that's that's the part. Yeah. That's the part that really matters. Yeah, it's not even just the action. It's the mm-hmm. that they're not held accountable yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yep. Or spin their own narrative in a way and have like the media on their side to tell their story. God damn it. Ew, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> Do you see that little video of the little black girl who <laughs> Trump? Uh, I could oh, watch yes. that all yes, day. Yes. All day. You're a disgrace to the world. <laughs> Not even to America, to the fucking world. That's true, though. You're a horrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that child, that gives me so much faith in the future. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of faith in the future, too. Yeah. And yeah. even if we don't see it in our lifetime, I think like the next generations. Yeah, they got this. They do. Yeah. They got it's good this. to remember that that too like to remember that there's Mm -hmm. it's gonna go beyond whatever we experience yeah exactly it doesn't end with us yeah and like what ancestors have been through and like how they kind of what they did to get us here the fact that you and i are even talking in this Mm -hmm. place right now like the fact that i'm able to speak on the air i have a voice (laughs) right right i mean yeah knocking on what you know for now (laughs) i always every fucking week i feel that it's like all right we're able to say what we feel yeah and that's that hasn't always been the case yeah Yeah. and like everyone should have access to this absolutely Mm -hmm. so man yeah so grateful to be able to have these conversations and to recognize it's like what other folks have done yeah to like to get us here they yeah they're like i always feel like you did not die in vain yeah you know a lot of them didn't get to see the change that yeah. happened they fought for it yeah oh it's beautiful amen thank you people thank, thank you people you. thank you yeah you fought the good fight you didn't get to see it but it's okay yeah everything's gonna be all right some Bob Marley up in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps we'll play some Bob Marley after Tupac. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, so there's a quote, and I'm not... Well, it's originally in Spanish. Ah, okay. Um, you have to that. See, I will not... Um, yeah. If you wanted to, to read the Spanish, because my Spanish is, like, not... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. La menstruación es la única sangre que no nace de la violencia, y es la que más a seco de da. It's... <laughs> menstruation is the only non-violent blood beautiful <laughs> it is beautiful <laughs> and it gives life <laughs> nice yes i know when i saw the word i was like ooh, menstruation yeah. Ah. <laughs> that's cool yeah it's interesting because like the the english translation that they give here it says uh, menstruation is the only blood that is not born from violence yes. yet it's the one that disgusts you the most yeah right. so yeah it's mm-hmm. cool to hear the other like the other interpretation of it yeah it's yeah. just like it's non-violent blood yes i love that I non-violent know. blood oh that's how beautiful is I, that i know how non-violent it, blood oh gorgeous oh. <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> yes oh. <laughs> i know it's so god damn it whereas i uh read somewhere that i i forget somewhere in europe that they're finally giving like uh menstruation leave oh uh, Right. I mean, I personally, I never really had too many issues with it. I just yeah. take an Advil and I'd be fine. Yeah. I know some, my little sister like mm-hmm. would have to go to the hospital because she was oh, in wow. so much fucking pain mm. when she was like 14. Like oh. just seeing like this young girl in like in agony yeah. and you're like, she would just like practically sleep in the bathtub because that's like the only place that like wouldn't be excruciatingly painful. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I I didn't even think of that. I'm yeah. like, thank you. I, I don't know where it is. It's obviously not in America. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> Something that's like for women and women's rights. Yeah, mm. Not here. Not here. <laughs> and, and trans men, I should say as well. Yeah, seriously. Folks who have their period. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. It's somewhere in Europe, probably like Denmark or something, you know, because <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> Wow. I know. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to promote a couple things here. Yeah, please. So, mon- uh, Monday. This was yesterday. So, I'm not going to share that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's, towards the end of the program, I got a little bit, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm making excuses for yeah. myself. But, yeah. like, oh, that already happened. So, <laughs> cannot. there's something else that's definitely coming up in, in the future. So, I wanted to read that. Please. And that comes from uh, Kin Folks, who is one of the co-founders of Spectrum Queer Media. Awesome. And so, this... Um, so this is uh, for colored girls uh, who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. As um, uh, This is what it says. Okay, so this is um, happening at the Odell Johnson Theater. And I'm going to click on the link here. And this is, uh, okay, please share. And if you're able to, supporters and allies, please contribute a $15 ticket to enable a marginalized black woman or girl to attend this empowering direct effect art action please support the raise voices of black artivists bringing the voice bringing notice to the 75,000 black women and girls who are missing in the u.s seven percent of the u.s population and yet more than 35 percent of the filed missing persons cases are black women and girls of all genders Mm. you can help bring much needed attention to this travesty by donating a ticket so that a marginalized black woman or youth may attend this vital social justice art action thank you for making a difference and so I'm going to share this right now on the uh-huh. Weekly Review Facebook page so you can check this out yes, as well and share it and donate if you're able to and check out this event if you are able. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to read some more information about the um, event which is happening. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. that uh, It's kind of sad that I even thought this. Um, when they uh, did the announcement on Muni about the missing child, the mm. first thing I thought was, oh, I bet it's a white kid. <laughs> mm. I'm like, oh, they're on top of that. Like, on all the Munis, they're announcing it. Every Cops everywhere looking. I'm like, hmm. They, I don't think they do that all the time for mm-hmm. all the little missing black girls out there. Uh, I mean, obviously... I feel bad that the kid's missing, but <laughs> we need this so many more. Yeah. And I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I know why. It's horrible. It's yeah. so scary. Fuck, man. It's like there's so poor, much. B- poor babies. Yeah. Going, they've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're still expected to friggin' just function normally in this shitty society that was just made to be against them mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, oh God. is this in oakland uh yes so this is happening thursday may 25th at 6 p.m mm-hmm. oh wait this is um, and also friday may 26th and this is it's at 9 p.m i'm gonna go over the mm-hmm. this it's like one of those that has like the events in for ah. the full days anyway so this is happening at the odell johnson performing arts center which is at 900 fallon street and that's at laney college in oakland okay. and again that's um happening may 25th and may 26th at 6 p.m awesome so and third action okay 
and it looks like oh it's also happening in berkeley june 2nd and 3rd and san francisco june 9th so when we have those more awesome. information about those dates awesome. as well um connect via facebook <laughs> i'm doing this like slowly but surely uh yeah so the events you can get the tickets on eventbrite this is okay yeah, i was gonna ask so, do you pay at the door <laughs> yeah so you can get 15 dollars tickets at eventbrite and also if you're able to donate tickets for folks who might not be able to afford it please do that yeah and we've also posted the link on the facebook page which is facebook.com slash weekly rev yeah 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 oh, beautiful yeah so we'll definitely we'll play the tupac song as we and and you know we got a few more minutes yeah anything else that's cool or interesting on your mind uh, oh gosh too much yeah yeah <laughs> too much i can't articulate <laughs> yeah there's a lot too and i always feel like at the end of the show like there's always so much i don't get to yeah like we don't or actually i've been wanting to use we instead of i a lot just in terms of like the general thinking and like how it's more a we than an i yeah type of thing that's very smart I agree. We agree. We agree. Know, like, we agree. <laughs> and then there's also that, like, you don't speak for me kind yeah. of like a thing where it's like, I, I've been told not to use the we. Yeah, exactly. I was say, I, I can't. You know, damned do if we? you do. <laughs> do we agree? But yeah. Is that okay with you? <laughs> um, if folks feel like protesting, there's protests happening at 14th and Broadway in Oakland every day till May 13th what? at 5 p.m. Yes. So you can go pick it. Oh, awesome. There's also a uh, article on The Nib. Dot com called Strength Through Unity, How to Spot Fascism Before It's Too Late. Ugh. Folks can check that out. Yep. Another, th- I'm just reading some headlines here. Indigenous leaders launch new campaign to defund all four proposed tar sands pipelines. Yes. That's good. That yes. article's from... Yeah, I read that one. Oh, yay. <laughs> LastRealIndians.com. Yes. There's also an article in the LA Times recently. She's young, transgender, and an anarchist, and is leading Taiwan's drive to become a digital powerhouse. Oh, yeah. I read about Very that. Very cool. All right. We got to the West Virginia yeah. people. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's an article on the alt-right darlings of the real estate industry, and that's on truthout.org and tomorrow this is what i was thinking about for morning okay so tomorrow which is saturday mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <Yes>. still saturday <laughs> at 9 15 a.m there is the defund opd a public budget forum ah. so this is happening from 9 15 a.m to 11 a.m at the bb memorial cathedral at 3900 telegraph avenue mm-hmm. there is a facebook event and this was put on by the anti-police terror project details council members lynette McElaney. And Dan, <laughs> me, me and me and names seriously. And Dan Kalb are hosting a public budget forum to talk about the 2017 to 2019 budget process. This is one of a series of such forums in May, but this is the only forum that's scheduled for a weekend. And we want to turn we want to turn out in numbers to make sure that city council gets the message loud and clear. Police spending is out of control and eats up way too much of Oakland's budget. Hiring more police is not the best way to make Oakland a safer place to live. Mm-hmm. We need to shrink our police force by 50% and invest this money in alternative strategies Alternative strategies <laughs> that do a better job of improving our Oakland communities. The bottom line, defunding OPD is a win-win situation for Oakland. Yes. We will rally outside the church at 9.30 a.m. to make sure that people have the facts and statistics they need about the OPD. Yes. Again, uh, the anti-police terror project is putting this on tomorrow, 9.15 a.m. at the BB Memorial Church. I always get to this point. BB Memorial Cathedral at 3900 Telegraph in Oakland. Oh, hell yes. So, yeah. Lots of things happening. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, totally. Oh, gosh. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Put that money where it belongs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> In the schools. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. For housing. Oh, exactly. And, yeah. 
homelessness. Ah. Uh, um, all awesome. right. Well, I guess we can wrap up. We can play some Tupac as promised. Yeah, yeah. I try not to make promises because you never know what's going to happen. However, mm-hmm. but I, might as well fulfill the things that we can do. We have low bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just totally. please, please we can play a Tupac. Play a Tupac song. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Thank you, Azalia, for for oh, being here. Thank you. Oh, yeah. it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have you. Thanks oh. to B for calling in, and we'll um, provide some more information about the the bus rides that are coming up yes. this summer. Hell yeah! And <laughs> thanks to everyone out there for organizing in any way you can, and for resisting, and just for being a human being in this world that tells a lot of us that we shouldn't exist or we shouldn't be here or that there's something wrong with us when there's not. Mm-hmm. So something much gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> something wrong with the system. <laughs> happy early Mother's Day to my mother and to the mothers out there who happy, have... Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the planet Earth. And yes. I know it's kind of, that's a whole other conversation. People are like, why is the Earth female, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know. Because she gives life. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. <a> <laughs> I mean, everything is problematic if you look at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, to everyone out there who gives life in one way or another. So Yes. And I get that it's like a Hallmark holiday, so that's problematic. However, mm-hmm. given, given a lot of gratitude to everyone out there who makes the world a better place. Yeah. Give them a hug. Yeah. Tell them you love them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Well, we'll be back next week. And until then, here's some Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> when I was pregnant in jail, I thought I was going to have a baby and the baby would never be with me. But I was acquitted a month and three days before Tupac was born. I was real happy because I had a son. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules Shed tears with my baby sister Over the years, we was poor and other little kids And even though we had different daddies The same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama I reminisce on the stress I caused It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell elementary hey i see the penitentiary one day running from the police that's right mama catch me put a whoop into my backside and even as a crack fiend mama you always was a black queen mama i finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man you always was committed a poor single mother on welfare tell me how you did there's no way i can pay you back but the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it.